Hey everyone, thank you so much for downloading the episodes the past couple weeks. We've had a blast doing it so far. Um, I just want to let everyone know at the top of the show that unfortunately we had a little bit of um, uh, extra audio tonight. We um, recorded our first ever uh, podcast in the same room, so that was a ton of fun. Um, but my dogs were a little excited that my brother was over, so they kept trying to sneak into the room and was barking and all that good stuff. And my son was also a little um, cranky tonight. Um, it was a little bit past his bedtime, so he was in and out of the of the office all night, and and so and so were the dogs. They were trying to sneak in. So um, if there's any like awkward cuts or anything, that's the reason why. Um, I did my best to uh, edit around everything, but some some of it did sneak in um, when we were when we were talking about some games and stuff. But um, so yeah, I just wanted just wanted to apologize for any any extra audio tonight, and um, I definitely appreciate. Appreciate everyone downloading the show and giving it a listen. But without further ado, enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Gaming with the Bros podcast. How's it going, everybody? My name is Harris. I'm here with my brother, Nick, for the first time on a... Yeah, first time together yeah, in first, this podcast. Yeah, first time together. We've been doing it remotely. And <laughs> it, already feels, it already feels cooler to do it in person. Right. So. So. And yeah. I think we're going to try to do next week's podcast, too. Yeah. Since we'll be in... Um, the mountains so we'll try to see if we can like sneak off to a to a room in the mountains? i think so i'll probably bring like we do it in the basement yeah i'll probably bring my tablet that way we have like a little bit bigger span of like camera yeah um so that it should be able to work yeah uh, well uh, we, or we could either not do a live stream and then just do just audio and then we then we could just use our phone but we'll figure it out yeah but yeah, welcome to another episode, um, episode three, back at it again. Um, so I guess we'll we'll dive right into it, um, start to start talking about what we've been playing um, last week. I'll be honest, I have not played uh, a ton of games. Um, I don't know, I've been kind of busy and stuff, so yeah. I uh, of course I, I dive a little bit deeper into the Pokemon. I've got about three hours in, and yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm liking it a lot so far. I mean, it's it's nice to finally get Pokemon on a big screen. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit handheld uh, when I went to bed one night. Uh, I went to bed a, a decent time, and you know, I was like, oh, I'll play about 45 minutes or so. And uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a definitely another Pokemon game, but for sure, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it is. But uh, it's Pokemon. Yeah, but it's fun. I, I I definitely like the the quality of life improvements they've added. Um, yeah. I don't remember if they had an option in the last one to where you were in like the when you're on the battle screen and instead of having to like dig into your items, you just press X and it'll pull up your Pokeballs. I don't think they did. So I'm not a hundred percent sure if they did, but if they if they didn't, that's a huge like, huge awesome. change because they didn't really they don't really tell you in the game. I just happened to press X for some reason and it pulled the Pokeball up and I was like, holy crap, that's yeah. awesome. I was I was like instinctively going into the back. Yeah, that's what that's what I was first, doing. and then I just looked at my like looked at my screen and saw the little Pokeball icon. I was like, what? Yeah, so there's the shortcut. Yeah, so like the, the new Pokemon I've seen have been pretty cool looking. Uh, there's a couple that are like, Meh, but there's always some. There's always some like that that aren't as cool. But, yeah, but even then, like usually their evolutions are pretty cool too. So yeah, I've already got some favorites. Yeah, I definitely even like, and I really do enjoy the fact that. And I, th- I think I started with the last game mm-hmm. was when, when they take older Pokemon and they kind of give them like a new fresh look and like a new right. type of and stuff like with Zigzagoon and a couple other, I know there's, I know there's more and I haven't seen, 
Meowth, yeah. um, Ponyta, Weezing looks really. I don't know if you've seen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like I a, haven't seen it in a game. Like yet, a but British. I've, <laughs> <laughs> so it's def, it's definitely very very cool, and I like I like you know the fact that it does take somewhere in England right. or the Gala region or whatever is you know England based. England based. Um, so it's definitely got like that steampunk vibe everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really it's, cool. It's pretty cool. I think for definitely for future iterations, they should start doing like the Galarian, Galarian forms. Yeah. For older Pokemon, because that just it, it keeps them fresh. Like, I don't want to walk around and see, you know, a regular Ponyta in like the next ten generations. Yeah, of yeah. Games. After you've played eight, seven generations of these things or six or whatever it is, yeah, it, it kind of it, it gets kind of stale. Um, yeah. And it's a good way for them to, you know, like you said, to kind of refresh and. You know, they don't always necessarily have to pack in, like, 100-plus new Pokemon. They can just, you know, do a cool spin on a, right. you know, an, an already fan favorite and make it cooler and, you know, refresh them up a little bit. Is it what added what? I think it was around 80, 70 or 80 new Pokemon. Yeah, something like that. I don't know if they count the Galarian forms as new. I don't know if they do that either. Um, I, no, I can't imagine they do because they're, they're like, the same um, Poke, like, the same number. The yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Whatever. They just um, have different forms and stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm about seven seven or eight hours in and I've completed I just completed the third gym. Um and then it kicked me out and it put me back in the wild area. And I have to like go through a different part of the wild area to progress further. And so it's it's a, a different wild area or is it kind of the same? No, it's the same one. So you have that like big almost yeah. oval like area and then there's okay. a bridge to your right. Gotcha. And that's where you get to the fourth gym. Right. The only time I remember it being super hard was like the original, like red and blue, where you're doing the Elite Four. I, don't, I remember it just being tough, but I mean, I was eight years old, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, I remember getting stuck on the Elite Four for forever when I was younger. Yeah. But it's probably because I had like all fire types in my team or something like that. Or, or I just leveled up my starter. Yeah. My other ones were completely underleveled. But yeah. No, it's been fun. It's it's a good game. Yeah, it's, it's getting too much, too much hate for. Yeah, just because of the whole Pokedex thing, and you know, is it? I think it's kind of like kind of how the Wii U was like a half step to the Switch. I think this is a half step towards the proper Pokemon game we always wanted when we were like kids, you know, walking around, yeah. you know, whether that's like an MMO style game or just, you know, maybe. Because even the Pokemon walking around, it's it's not super detailed. I mean, this is kind of them running or whatever, and like the, even like the flying is like kind of it's robotic. Yeah, it's very robotic. So I, mean, like, I think it's I think it's a half step, and then maybe we'll, we'll get a new Pokemon game in a few years, and it's gonna be like the, the really the thing that we really want. Um, yeah, I just think you know people are just a little too harsh on it, or you know, because they took all the Poke they took out a lot of Pokemon to try to go in, into more of the animation and even the animation isn't super great. I mean, yeah. some stuff looks good, but then there's some, some stuff that not so much. So I think we're just at a half step towards something that we what we were dreaming of. But yeah. even still, it's another Pokemon game and there has there really ever been a bad mainline Pokemon game. I've never, I've never like actively disliked one. Yeah. And I've usually bought all of them. Um, all of them. I think the only ones I didn't No, I did I think black and white too. I didn't play them. I think I got later on and went back and played it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, I've played every mainline Pokemon game and they've, they've always been so much fun. 
Yeah. Like I'll, I'll go, to, I'll go to my save screen at one point. And I'm like, Oh, it's already, it's already been five hours. Yeah. So, so like you just get kills time. I don't know why, but like this, like spending time in this game compared to like a game like the Witcher, mm-hmm. like I have almost 10 hours in Pokemon and I have 10 hours in the Witcher three. Yeah. And like the time sync just feels a lot different. Like it feels like I've yeah. put so much more time in the Witcher, maybe because I'm like, I have to be so actively engaged. Mm-hmm. In it. Yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon, you kind of, you don't really have to be. No, no, not at all. You can, I mean, you could watch, watch a show or yeah. literally talk to someone while you're playing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's not, it's kind of like just a very slow paced game where you just kind of, kind of chill and like, it's not hard. It's not brutally hard. No. So very, yeah. Like earlier I was talking on the phone with my girlfriend and, I had it on like the one hand mode where you can yeah. do it on one hand. I was like, oh, wait, it has that? Yeah, you can put it, you can turn on simple mode in the options. Oh, wow. And you can just play it all with one hand. So I just had my phone to my ear and I was just like, kind of. Oh, so you were using like the Joy Cons? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was using the Joy Cons. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely on. Um, I, I do notice that it does look better docked than it does undocked. Just mm-hmm. slightly. The, the graphics look a little muddier. But I mean, even then, it's a little muddier when you're like when the, you're undocked. The, yeah, undocked when you're on handheld. Um, yeah. They look a little not as clean, but a it, it's a, it's definitely not the prettiest Switch game out there. But it's it does look very nice, like especially like yeah. in the cave I am in right now. Oh yeah, that's the, it's super nice looking. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean, in the mines. usually most Pokemon games look nice, but and it's cool to just be able to move your camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah once I got out to the wild area, I was like, yeah, it's like it's, this is what this a Pokemon is, this, yeah. game like should be like, yeah. the entire thing so it was it was very cool yeah. you know so maybe maybe one day we'll get we'll get to where you know we, we you know, dreamt up as and honestly like a favorite at least like a pokemon mmo or something I, I don't know i mean that'd be pretty cool yeah but we'll see um anything else you've been playing this week so i finished up katana zero i know okay I t- talked about that last week yeah um it kind of ended abruptly it's a pretty short game. It took mm-hmm. me four or five hours to beat. Keep talking. I'm going to go check on the calendar real quick. Okay. But the game just kind of ended, like, abruptly. Like, the story was really great up until this point, and I think I thought it was going to go somewhere. Like, I thought it was kind of going to go further than it actually did. And then it stopped. It kind of left on a cliffhanger. So I think they're going to make a second one, maybe. Okay. But, yeah, that's one thing that maybe, like, hopefully, you know, when Nintendo does their sale, um... When Nintendo does their sale, maybe that's going to be the ones, ones the ones that are on sale. Yeah. So I'll probably pick it up. Because I think, is it only on Switch? I think it is. Because I'm, always, I'm always hesitant just because Microsoft is, does such a good job of, like, getting games on Game Pass. Yeah. There's some stuff where I almost picked it up on Switch, and then it came out on Game Pass, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so. They have some killer deals on, yeah. on Xbox. Yeah. So, um, the only thing else I've been playing is... I played, uh, well, my my internet's been out the past three days, uh, so I was at work, and or I think I came, we were at a friend's house, and we came home, and I was half, uh, I was a little litty. A little, little toasted? Not, like, super toasty, but, yeah, you know, because I came home and had a couple more drinks, and then we, uh... I started messing with the internet and I got pissed and then it was the next day I was at work and I called my wife and I said, I was like, you don't just call North state and see what's going on. Is it our stuff? Mm-hmm. Is it their stuff? And it ended up being there on their end. Uh, so that was good. But I, I missed a lot of, um, 
Because normally I like to play Halo and all that good stuff. But I did I did manage to squeeze in a little bit of um, Halo Reach. I've just been trying to go going back to there just to play since they got um on but not Halo Reach Master Chief Collection. Oh, okay. <laughs> Master Chief Collection, and then that way I'm, I'm a little bit more used to the older style controls. Yeah. And just kind of getting prepared for Reach, because I'm pretty excited for Reach. Um, and that's December December 5th? 3rd. 3rd? Yeah. Which is on... Next week. Yeah, it's... Next? I think it's next month, or no, it's the either Monday or Tuesday after um, Thanksgiving. Tuesday. So that's gonna be pretty exciting. Yeah, come home and, go home and check that out. Yeah, other than those two, those two games, that's that's you really beat Link's playing. Awakening, right? I did, but that was I think that was I think I forgot to talk about that last week. But yeah, yeah. I finished up Link's Awakening. Um, just a super fun game. Yeah. Do you, do you struggle on the last boss? Then? I did. I there was a couple forms that they don't really tell you anything how to fight them. Yeah. So I had to look it up, and once I looked it up, it was. Super easy. Yeah, I was. I couldn't figure it out. It like me. Yeah, the, the first two were pretty easy, and I think it's the form where he's like he's like jumping around and throwing the uh, the katana or sword at you, and then you have to like you have to dash at him. Yeah, I never would have guessed that. I, I wouldn't have either. And then there was, and there was another form where he like disappears and like comes up next to you, and you have to like hit your throw your um shoot your like fire rod at him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, the game was pretty simple, pretty easy. Um, yeah. Are you are you getting all the seashells? I'm probably gonna go back and finish it. I've I've got um I got the the the, tun- the tunics or whatever tunic of power, and then you can always go back and get the tunic of defense. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I'll probably at some point um maybe over break go uh, get the shells and stuff. And then, but yeah, the game was the game was a lot of fun. Um, I. Don't, I Remember a lot of it from, from a kid, from uh, playing as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the frame rate, there's there's quite a, bit, quite a bit of frame rate issues, especially when you get to the grass. That's a little disappointing, but nothing crazy. I mean, you kind of expect, I guess, more out of Nintendo. Yeah, um, I'm wondering what happened so, in that development. Yeah. I don't know. And I saw that it, it did do an update at some point, but it looks like it didn't fix whatever, um, or it didn't fix the, the frame rate stuff. Right, and then of course um, the pricing maybe a little high, but I think forty dollars would have been perfect. Yeah, I think forty. I, I, I def, it's definitely got the Nintendo tax on it. You know, they, their games are always expensive and stay expensive for forever. Um, but yeah, forty forty dollars would probably been the sweet the sweet point with that. But well, let me ask, still. let me ask you a question: If they remade Ocarina of Time again in HD. And upscaled it to make it look like similar in, in graphical capacity mm-hmm. to Breath of the Wild. Would you pay sixty dollars for it? I probably would. I mean, it's Zelda. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they'd have to do a little more than just a graphical update because I mean, they did they did that already with the 3DS, and that looked really that good. Looked good. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe if they up the res a little more and then bundled Majora's Mask and Zelda Ocarina of Time together for sixty, I would definitely buy that. But I mean, at at this point, any sort of Zelda game they put on Switch, uh, they they updated the graphics or something. I'm I'm all for them putting the any sort of port out. I think there was I think it was IGN's like April Fool's Day thing a couple years ago, (laughs) and it was like a Nintendo Direct style. And it was this year, was it? 
Yeah, where they they like announced the port for every. Yeah, it was game. like Zelda Ocarina of Time, and then it's like everything's coming to the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'd be down for any, like any sort of Zelda thing. Switch collection of Zelda games then, you want to put on this. Now that I'm thinking about something, I want to. I do want to go back to Pokemon for one second. So also with Pokemon is I think, and again it's a half step. But now that Fire Emblem's got these full cutscenes, Pokemon definitely needs voice acting and full cutscene because it's, it's, it's a really little weird, weird at this at this point. So weird, and the cutscenes are pretty boring, I'd say. Yeah. So but I mean, it would help a lot if they had. You know, Zelda Zelda's got the full cutscenes, and they're they talk now. Yeah. Um, Link still doesn't, but at this point, I don't right. think Link will ever will. And, and if they do give him a you know a voice actor. Or someone who actually speaks, people will probably riot. But yeah, at this point, I think it's time for Pokemon to have voice acting because it is a little strange. Yeah. But, um, so, oh, speaking of Fire Emblem, yeah. I did get back <laughs> into that <laughs> last yesterday. Yesterday, I started playing, um, started playing it again. I went through Edelgard's route completely. Okay. Beat that one. And I was halfway through Dimitri's, Dimitri's route and I stopped to play Astral Chain, which led into Link's Awakening, which led into Witcher. <laughs> Ring Fit and all the other games. So I went back and I finished up to the halfway point of of Dimitri's route, which is one of the three characters that you're siding with okay. in the beginning. Um, it's either Edelgard, Dimitri, or Claude, and they all have different. They all have like a different team of people, like a different class of students that you're that you're battling with. So I'm halfway through Dimitri's route, so I'll probably finish that. Hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year, and then I'll probably start Claude's route on the hardest difficulty. Cool. It's um. I was I was looking at uh, some of the um, the game awards nominations and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Fire Emblem got shafted on like just about everything. Like there, it wasn't in like the game of the year contender. It was it wasn't in a lot of categories. It was strategy, I right? I think I think they got put into strategy, but that was about it. So it was. I was I was surprised. I mean, Fire Emblem is usually really one of those movies. like yeah, Fire Emblem's usually one of those like highly regarded uh, series, but. But, um, Maybe we can talk about that at the near the end. We can talk about all the yeah. We, we can bring up the nominations and stuff. Yeah. Um. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, no, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll hop right into the uh, the news. News. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first topic. Um. The 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 patent for the PS5 controller. Uh. Got leaked, I guess. And did you did you get a chance to actually look at it? Nah, uh, I looked at it a little bit. It, from from what I saw, it didn't look too different. So yeah, spoiler alert. Um, it's gonna look like a Dual Shock. Uh, there hasn't really been much. The, the The PS3 to PS4 change was very much improved because the, the PS3 the trigger buttons were very squishy. And they they almost weren't. Were they analog? Or were they digital? The buttons. The triggers. Um, I don't know. They they were very squishy, and they all they almost weren't really triggers. They were almost like a, another set of like um, bumpers. So they so they were probably uh, digital then, because Xboxes are like you can slowly press them in. Yeah, um, yeah, they were they were they were pretty bad, and then the, the PS4 um, DualShock was a lot better. Yeah, and uh, the the PS5 it looks like. Because it's still got that it's still got that touchpad, but I think it's going to be an LCD screen. That'd be cool. Um, I don't know what they do with it, but 
because I mean, because the, the whole touchpad thing, I mean, there was a couple games that used it, but they, most games just used it more as like another button you can use. I know right. with some you could swipe and stuff, but there wasn't a Uncharted, ton. You could yeah, and Charter had a couple stuff. of that. Um, yeah. And then the, the 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 grips where you hold the controller, um, they're a little they're a little fatter. They kind of they kind of look like an Xbox controller almost as far as like their width goes. Um, okay, I think that's probably an improvement. Probably yeah, because I, I, I like the Dual Shock, but Xbox I think has a far superior controller. It just yeah, I mean yeah, they, but... they still got the. They still got the um yeah I think yeah, they so could go with some so some it, it looks it looks a little wider, huh. but I mean other than that I mean the Dual Shocks a super solid control controller in my opinion but I still prefer the the button layout of that or the, uh, yeah I do the, like the stick layout of that yeah. Xbox controller but yeah I do too but it's a, it's a nice controller but um, a little bit of room for improvement yeah I guess. yeah. I think they've perfected that Xbox controller with the Elite. Yeah, I don't, I don't with really rubber, know. Especially with the rubber handles. Yeah. That one's a little... Yeah, that one's... Th this one's got more of, like, that textured feel yeah. to it. The original controller... The original controller was very smooth, and it was, was kind of hard to hold on to sometimes. But I think the Xbox has got the best controller out there. Yeah. Stadia's controller looks... Uh, it looks like similar, but I think it's a little... I think it's... It, it has some connectivity issues and stuff like that. Mm. Um... So Saints Row is supposed to be revealed in 2020. Saints Row Five. Yep, Saints Row Five or whatever it's going to be called. Um, are you any excited about that at all? I never played any other ones. Okay, yeah, I played. I know you did. Right? Yeah, I played one, two, three, and then I think I skipped four. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up making that Agents of Mayhem game that was set in the. Saints Row Universe, but it was like pretty bland uh, from was what it, I hear. Was it like a survival game or was it more like a crackdown game? No, it was more like a, I think more of like a crackdown Saints Rowish game. It was just was different, had a different name, and it, but it was still supposed to be in the universe of Saints Row. Okay. So yeah, Saints, Saints Row 1 and 2 were very, I mean, you know, Saints Row 1 was like almost like a direct knockoff of uh, Grand Theft Auto, and then 2, they kind of got a little crazier with the, you know the funnier stuff and then you know three is when they really got into like the craziness and three was an excellent game and then four i think you had full-on like superpowers that you were flat you were like the president right. of the world and you could like fire like it was then they had the crazy dlc for it which was kind of its own standalone yeah the, i think that was the get out of hell thing yeah but i, I yeah, remember I in three at some point you like went into like their version of like the matrix and you were like a toilet shooting a gun and it was bizarre it was very crazy and that's the one in Saints Row 3 that's the one where you have like that giant dildo and you're <laughs> waving it around so it was, it was pretty funny um yeah. yeah I'm all for another Saints Row as long as they maybe they, if they turn it down because I think once they got to four and you could literally jump over a building it was like a little much right and then you know after I don't know I still haven't even played the new crackdown but I heard that was pretty it's bad pretty bad so Just objectively bad so uh, yeah, I'm I'm always down for a new Saints Row. We'll, we'll see what they can do. Shake up the shake up the genre a little bit. Um, but I think earlier this week, the biggest the biggest thing was the announcement of new Half Life. Right. So we're not getting Half Life Three. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not three. Um, not what people have been asking for. It's a it's a it's a VR game, y'all. Okay. <laughs> hear, hear me out. <laughs> Imagine this. Place. I did watch the trailer though. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, looks sweet. I mean, unfortunately, I don't have a VR headset, and it's not coming to the.
PlayStation yeah, VR. Um, maybe, maybe at some point it will. But I know they have like the Oculus Go, which is like 200 bucks, and that doesn't use a PC at all. And that's going to be, or maybe that's the Quest. Quest. Okay, the Quest. Oculus Go is still connected? I think, the, is the Quest connected to a PC? I know no, it's wireless. Quest is the hands-free. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Half-Life, I mean, it, look, it looks super cool. I'm, I mean, I've, I mean, did you play Half-Life 2 in the episodes? I played a little bit of it. So aside from like Halo 2's like ending, the Half Life Episode 2 ending was the biggest cliffhanger ever. Really? Yeah. So like, all right. Oh, I turn on here. <laughs> so yeah, um, Half Life Alex. I'm I'm definitely. It looks super awesome. It. I mean, Half Life is one of those games that. I mean, it kind of revolutionized like first person shooters. I mean, after. Ever since Half Life Two and the the two episodes, I mean, they've really there's so many games now that incorporate uh, um, like physics based puzzle puzzles. Uh, like that that kind of like started, started it. Yeah, kind of that kind of started the whole. Um, was that before Portal? Yeah. So was that kind of what inspired Portal's puzzles? Kind of. Um, well, I think maybe, well maybe not at first, but I would say Portal Two. Yeah. And then Portal, Portal is in Portal Two. They um, they they're in the same universe as Half Life. So yeah. everyone expected like Half Life Three at some point you would get a Portal gun. So that like the whole the whole thing was like Portal One and Two were kind of training you how to use it, and when and then whenever Gordon Freeman and Half Life Three got a Portal gun, you know oh what to do with God. it. That would have been cool. So maybe it's think, in maybe it's in the new one. Maybe. And then, like, Half-Life 3, or I think in the end of Portal 2, you get out. And I think a lot of people expected, like, you to see some sort of monster or something from Half-Life, from the Half-Life universe. So that'd be cool. Or, like, the little head crabs or something. But that was, I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely a cool game. Um, but, yeah, and then I think the last thing we'll talk about in news is uh, the Resident Evil 3 remake, remake rumors for next year. Now, so, if, if it's anything like Resident Evil 2, I mean, it, uh, at this point, Capcom has sold me. I mean, they've, they've, between, you know, Devil May Cry and uh, Monster Hunter, I mean, they've, they've really... They're on a roll. Resident Evil 7 was super good. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they've, their last couple of games have been excellent. And they said they were going to focus more on remakes. Yeah. So they, they'll, I imagine they'll do that, use that RE2 engine again. Um, I think Resident Evil 3 I had, but I'd never beat... Um, I remember. I I know if you had it, you were on the final boss. Yeah, or was, maybe it was for our Resident Evil Two. Maybe, but you were fighting Nemesis. Yeah, well, the, well, the idea of Resident Evil Three um, is, is Nemesis is most much like the uh, the tyrant or what? What was his name in Resident Evil Two? Uh, the guy you, Mister X, Mister X. Yeah. Um. Well, you never played Resident Evil Two. No, I've, just, I've just heard about um so yeah mr x uh, in resident evil is he kind of in resident evil 2 he kind of chases you um throughout the whole game just about um especially in that in that first police station he's all over you after you I bet that's terrifying it, it is very terrifying especially if you've seen like the mods and stuff of them adding like i think one added like thomas the tank engine as it oh i saw that and then one added um uh, uh what, what's what's the clown's name from it um, I think it's it, right? No, it's 
uh, Pennywise. Pennywise, yeah, they added Pennywise. And yeah. Just the whole, like, you can hear him stomping and stuff. Like, it's very, very atmospheric, and it really adds to the game. But Resident Evil 3, it's kind of the same thing. You've got Nemesis, who's chasing you the whole time. But Nemesis has a rocket launcher on him, and he's <laughs> smarter and more intelligent. Mr. X have? Just, it's... just Mr. X, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty terrifying. So if if they can knock it out of the park like they did with Resident Evil Two, I mean I'm, I'm all for it. And then hopefully they'll make their way up to four. And that would be unreal. Yeah, and they can you know remake that game and make that game look pretty again. Do you think that like now with with Resident Evil Two being remade, do you think that's a better game than than RE Four is in its current state? Hmm. Probable playing it, yes. Like. I mean, if you, I mean, back then, Resident Evil 4, you know, again, revolutionized, like, third-person shooters. Yeah. But if you go back and play that game now, it's still very, there's no walking and shooting. You have to stop and shoot. So I played it on Switch again, and yeah, it is a little clunky. Now, if you, if you have a Wii or a Wii U, get Resident Evil 4 on, on that, because those, I hate motion controls, but that game was awesome mm-hmm. with motion controls. That was the best version of the game. Yeah, I think that was probably the best version. I don't know why they didn't add motion. They added motion controls for five and six on Switch. Really? But I don't. They might have patched it in before, but because I would, I I would consider going back in there and playing it if it had motion controls. That'd be a lot of fun. I still stand by this, but the last chapter in that game, or the last like like five one five three five three five four, Mm -hmm. when you're on the island, I hate that. Yeah, there's always like a certain chapter in those games that isn't super great. Um, right. Just like, a, it's a, like when it kind of opens up and it's, it's not really scary anymore. It's just more of like yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's pretty I'm annoying. Just through this, in Resident Evil Seven, I hated the uh, the ship part. Yeah, I did too. Where you're like on the in, inside of the boat. Yeah, it was kind of tedious. Yeah, it was, and then you can, you could easily get lost. And it was, I remember it being very annoying when when I beat it on uh. Uh, insane or professional whatever it is mm-hmm. yeah so but yeah resident evil the, what they're doing with those games is really cool and, and honestly if they you know if they do resident evil, resident evil 8 and it's first person again and then they stick with the remakes as third person stuff i mean i'm cool with That's that a good way to go i mean I, i'll buy whatever resident evil 8 is yeah it's i mean anything like seven if it's so, in vr i'll buy it in vr because yeah I, I i still i still do want to like because i'd almost consider because I think they have like a two hundred dollar bundle for PS4. For PS4, and it, it comes with a couple games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I still I want to go back and play that game in VR. Just, best just VR, best VR experience I had. But um, yeah, I think that's everything that we've uh, kind of the biggest news stories. There wasn't too much happening this week other than yeah. Oh, know, and life stuff. If you do want to buy Resident Evil Two, this is not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to buy. <laughs> We're not saying Resident Evil is the best game in the world, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, Capcom. No, it's it's on sale for twenty dollars right now, and Xbox. Is I actually don't know if it's on sale anymore. It is. X- it is. It is until you... like December fourth. Okay, okay. Because I, I, when I was looking at it after I went back, it it said something about like eighteen hours or something for Resident Evil Two. Well, just a couple of the games that I checked out. It might have just been oh, a couple of the games. Yeah, that one's on sale for the next week. But then it's also on sale like. If you want a disc for the disc too, if yeah, you can get on Amazon and for fifteen Walmart. bucks or twenty bucks, whatever it is. But yeah. I always try to check the digital stuff first, just because um, to the point where like I don't want to buy too much physical stuff anymore. Right, and but, digital has like really good deals. Yeah, when, when when digital was first starting out, like there were just no. 
a lot of people are, you know, you're paying the same price for digital as you are physical, but you're not getting like a case and, you know, nice artwork or something. You're just getting, so it, 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 it did take them a while to, you know, catch up with the, the great sales that, you know, they had on the physical media. Yeah. yeah. Black Friday is always an exciting time. And you, usually everybody, I mean, even Nintendo has got usually some pretty good deals. I don't imagine seeing a ton of their, maybe their first party stuff going on sale. I know for UK, uh, most of their first party titles are like 30% off. Okay. So they're $39.99. Yeah. I hope that's the case for US. I don't know when they're going to like start their sale. Probably yeah, it'll probably be sometime tomorrow. next week or something. Yeah. Um, we want to take a break and then we'll jump into the topic of the week. Let's do it. Cool. All right, guys, we are on the last topic um, of the day. I love this question. So, what is your scariest game of all time? You want me to go first? You, um, you go first, or, and you can you can also mention some other games. Yeah, too. I have a few in mind. I I really thought about this question. So, I think what scares me the most in games is kind of kind of like what we were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two, where there's it, like an impenetrable force yeah yeah that you can't kill into until a certain point of the game so i was thinking about some games that had that uh evil within had that at a certain point in the game it was like in one major chapter it was like a kind of like a spider lady that you couldn't kill oh my god you had like the girl that looked like the grudge or the ring or something with the crazy hair and yeah stuff. and you yeah. had set her on fire yeah in one of the yeah that, that was like because like I'm, i remember you go down like a really long hallway and she kind of like comes out from the floor or something and then she just right. starts chasing and you your immediate reaction is to start shooting but she's very strong and yeah. you can't it's i think like you're supposed to die I guess, yeah i think you can kill her but it takes a lot of ammo and but i right. think at that point in the game you're just not ready for it yeah so the evil within was one of the contenders i also love that game yes yeah. I, I really want to play the second one yeah but yeah that, that was like anytime like she popped up because she popped up several different times and they actually had a lot of good monsters in that game. But, they did. Um, a lot of weird-looking monsters. Yeah, they had, like, the the one guy that had the, uh, like, the cube over his head or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, I think at one point they had two of them, too. Right. It was it was pretty, pretty scary. Game. Yeah. So there's that one, and then another one was Resident Evil 7. I think that was scarier because I played it in VR. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how scary it was. It was, it was pretty on. intense. Like, whenever... Um, whenever you first get to the house and then you, you like first, your first interactions with your girlfriend that you find and she's just like crazy and yeah, she's got like the ax and stuff like yeah, it's You're running away from the dad. Yeah. First. That was freaky. Oh, and the moment where he breaks through the wall. Oh like, yeah. Walking through the hall. And yeah. Like, oh. yeah that, was, that game was really nice. Yeah. It was, I had a lot of like really like genuinely scary moments. Yeah. In it. Unfortunately with seven. I believe when when you really start to open up, um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of like the goopy monsters, or whatever they were called. Yeah, they um, weren't. I mean, they didn't I, really do much. Yeah, they were from. Well, they they looked like the enemies from Revelations. Yeah, yeah. Which seemed like lazy character design. A little bit, yeah. And then when then like you said earlier, um, when you got to the the boat, um, yeah, it, 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 it kind of became more of like an action game than anything. And especially in the last level, we're in the mines. Oh yeah, you have the assault rifle, and you're yeah. just like barreling down enemies. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's what every kind of Resident Evil game struggles with is like the last bit. Um, it kind of. It's like it builds too much momentum. Yeah, I and mean, I guess because you're used to, 
it kind of being scary and kind of slow paced and then it builds up. But two, Resident Evil 2, I think it has a, an actually a very nice like kind of ending. Yeah. But. So those two games, I think the one that, I think the scariest game for me of all mm-hmm. time is Alien Isolation. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a very, that's a very good and one. That game is very, very scary. It takes the, you know, the, it takes the monster you can't kill and puts that in the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guys that you can kill, the robots. They're enjoy. terrifying too. They're so creepy. Oh my gosh. And it's just so dark throughout the entire game. And when you play with headphones, you can hear oh, yeah. everything and you can hear the alien around you. And you're constantly just hiding in lockers or hiding under stuff and like watching the alien pass by. And then spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Near the end of the game, there are multiple aliens. Yeah, and then you find out there's a whole hive of them. Yeah. So it hasn't been just one. It's been it's been a, a lot of lunch. So that, that yeah, that was like a nice little revelation at the end. And that yeah, that like you said, with using the impenetrable force throughout the whole game, that's there's been there was times where I sat in like a room for like five minutes just just listening. trying to figure out like when to go. It's like double dutch. Yeah. You're just kinda... and, then, and then, I mean, there, I feel like at some points, like, because I spent a lot of that, a lot of that game um, crouched and like walking, like, you know, mm-hmm. crouching around. I feel like sometimes you got cheated a little bit. Like there was some, I'm like, really? Like, you know exactly where I am? Yeah. The AI was really good. Yeah. It was very unpredictable. Yeah. It, it, uh, that game was, that game was pretty scary, especially with headphones on and stuff. I tried not to play the game at night too much. Even though <laughs> I'm actually experience better. I don't want to be that scared. Yeah, I don't want to be terrified. <laughs> and yeah, and that's coming to the Switch, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not going to get it. Because yeah. I feel like... Well, yeah, they, they've got it. Um, it's on Game Pass for Xbox, too. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, there you go. Game Pass, everybody. Our weekly... Yeah, our weekly, our weekly plug. Yeah, our weekly plug. Again, like, if, if you don't have Game Pass and you got an Xbox and Xbox Live, pay that extra $5. Get that game. There's so many good games. But um, so I think that's my alien isolation. Alien isolation. Gotcha. There's um, so there's quite a few games for me. Um, I, I remember the earliest one as a kid. Um, Operating a time when you go down to the graveyard and you find the reeds for the first time. Yeah. Oh my god! And then when they jump on your back and they're just like, like you play that give me nightmares. Yeah, it was it was pretty like pretty intense as a kid. And um, and then like at some I think at some point you could if you ran straight through like the acid or whatever you could make it but whenever like everyone's fine you get caught by that scream and you're frozen mm-hmm. and then oh it's it, it was pretty intense that scream is just like ear shattering yeah so jarring and then there's there was a couple other games uh like dead space the first oh, one yeah, was pretty pretty scary and they and again they had a, an impenetrable force at some point in that game that chased you for a, quite a few levels and then you were finally able to to kill it oh, i think you sent right. it out to space or something right i can't i can't exactly remember what um, was it was it it was just an, it was a, it was a necromorph but it had some sort of like regenerating ability so you, you could knock it down to like nubs but then it would always it would always return that came pretty early on too yeah yeah I, I, I kind of replayed a bit of it like I think it was this year or last year, and I remember getting to that point. I was like, "Oh, here we go again!" You know, yeah, impenetrable force that I have to run away from. And I think the first time, like I remember you going through there, and you're you're running away from it because you realize you can't kill it, and then you're going back through the way you came, and you're like using the stasis to move boxes in front mm-hmm. of it and trying to cut it off. It was it was pretty intense. 
and just that whole opening um, cinematic of Dead Space when you go in and then all of a sudden your crew gets starts getting killed and then you're trapped behind like the glass and you have to like run through the hallway and get to the elevator in time and then turn around there could be like a necromorph get ready to kill you or whatever. That was sweet. Yeah, Dead Space was that's one of those games I, I really hope they make a Dead Space Dead Space four. But I would I wouldn't mind like a remastered of like the trilogy or something. Yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. Even though they, they they hold up pretty well visually. Yeah they do. Yeah. Still be good to have them. Oh another honorable mention, sorry I forgot to mention this. Um is Dead Space or not Dead Space <laughs> Dead Space 2. No, Outlast 2. Wait, what do you say? Wipe your camera. We had a, a lens flare or something like that. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> Outlast 2 was another one that I forgot to mention. Outlast 2. You know, I, I, I watched you briefly play the first Outlast, um, but it was kind of like a, it was almost like a running simulator. Like You just stayed running. So I, I never got like too into those games. You kind of get to cheese it at the end. It, kind of becomes like a fun game yeah like oh i'm just gonna run this guy in a circle then lap around him and then get to my destination so that's why it didn't yeah it was like i I actually just recently watched a video of that where like you're running and then like the dude that's kind of like almost like skinned himself he's like the doctor and then he cuts your fingers off and then you gotta run that that was pretty cool but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah dead space dead space was spooky um, I'm trying to think of some other some other games. Um, of course, Res- Resident Evil. It's always got like some of the creepier moments, and mm-hmm. um, but I think the one that really resonated with me was probably the PT demo. Oh yeah, because the PT demo. And I'll tell you why is because okay, so that, that that demo was just creepy in general with the you know with all the the sound and how realistic the the graphics looked because mm-hmm. it, it looked super pretty. It did. Um, granted, you know, it was just a hallway, so they had a lot. They could really, you know, to put some detail into that game. But, right. but, but you know, when you hear, like, the phone call and then you start hearing, like, what the dad did to the to the kids and the mom. And then, like, when you go into the bathroom and you see that weird fetus-looking thing. And then there, at some point you can look through a crack into the bathroom and you can see stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But then the, the creepiest thing that I learned, and someone recently went back and kind of looked at the code and stuff is and I can't remember the girl's name the the ghost lady but she is always attached to your back really so yeah so what what they've got and it's kind of like that have you ever seen that movie shutter no shutter island no just shutter so at the end of that movie spoiler for shutter but the, the whole time this you know fi- figuring out that the, the girlfriend's guy and it, a couple of his friends killed like this Asian lady, and the whole the whole movie he's complaining about his back hurts. And then at the end, when she finds out that what he did, you know, obviously she's trying to get away and leave him or whatever. And then he tries to end up killing her or something. He tries to kill her, but they a picture gets taken of him, and you see the the ghost lady like strapped to his back. And it's, and it's super creepy. At the end of that, um, so anyway, anyways, with PT, the yeah. the lady is always strapped like right behind you, like they they positioned her on right as, like, yeah on your camera. So she's always you can always hear her, you can always hear things, and she's just always there. That's freaky. So that that's after I learned that that even like just intensified like the whole experience. Yeah, but yeah, that that game was that game was pretty pretty creepy. Yeah, I think uh, I think PT. Granted, that wasn't like a necessarily a real game, but it was a 
pretty creepy demo. Yeah, enough to leave an impression. Yeah. Lasting impression. So, yeah, um, what we're going to do, hopefully, a recording next week over Thanksgiving break. And um, sorry if you, for the audio listeners, this, my son came in. He's, he's, on, he's on my lap now. And my dog is annoying in the background. But um, hopefully we plan on doing um, – I don't know if it'll necessarily be live, but we'll, we'll do an audio version yeah. of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do an audio version of the, um, the podcast for sure, and then we'll, we'll decide if we want to do a live one. Um, but if you have, you can always send uh, what your scariest game was to uh, Gaming with the Bears at yahoo.com. And, um, yeah, let us know what your scariest game is. Yeah. Let us know why. Because we probably forgot some very scary games. So. We probably, I, I feel like we definitely did. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I never played Silent Hill growing up. But I know Silent Hill 2 was... Shh. Silent Hill 2 was a pretty scary game. Yeah, um, yeah just let us know. Sorry, this last, like, couple minutes <laughs> pretty hectic. But, um, but, yeah, there's probably a ton of scary games that we, we definitely missed. Yeah. I just... I'm kind of having a brain fart on them right at the moment. I went through my list of like all the games I beat. Yeah, I didn't come across any that I that I remember. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, so yeah, uh, just if you send us your uh, your scariest games again, that's uh gaming with the bros at yahoo.com. We'll uh, we'll try to figure out what kind of question we'll do for next next week. Maybe like um, what game are you most thankful for this year, or something like that? Just something that maybe not your most favorite game, but something that most surprising, most surprising, or you know, a game that you know you enjoyed or it meant a lot to you this year, yeah, something like that. So um, that that'll probably that'll probably be the question of next week. Um, so yeah, just get those uh, if you want to send those in and let us know. Um, I did notice that someone did review us on iTunes. Nice. So um. So we definitely appreciate whoever that was. And if you want to continue to support us, give us another review on iTunes. I don't know if you can do reviews like on Spotify and stuff like that. I didn't see that too. option, but if you can, that'd be, that'd be awesome if y'all could. And um, I think that's about everything. Yeah, that's about it. So yeah, well, um, I appreciate everyone that tuned in on the live version and uh, that's listening on the audio. And um, we will see you guys again next week. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. See you next week. See you later. To show you my love